Welcome to Comic Book Keepers, where we talk about comic book characters, their history, and their impact on our lives. I'm Chris, and today we're talking about DCU's Chapter 1 announcement. Now, you might have noticed Lance is not with me today. His computer is going through an infinite crisis. So I'll be flying solo on this one, but we'll be back together with our next episode. So James Gunn and Peter Safran announced on January 31st their reveal for the phase or chapter, as they're calling it, of the DCU or DC Universe movies and TVs and animation and games projects that are upcoming. Mostly we focused on movies and TV shows, but it was a very cool announcement. Uh, James Gunn basically just kind of came on and announced on a lot of media platforms the upcoming projects that will happen over the next several years. So first off, there will be a few previously announced projects to come out before these new movies and TV shows. Still releasing in the near future are Shazam! Fury of the Gods, The Flash, which comes out in July, Blue Beetle, which I'm very, very excited about, and Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, which was supposed to come out last year, then it got pushed back, and now it's maybe happening a little bit later in 2023. We'll see. Who knows? Also, previously announced is Peacemaker Season 2. We kind of knew that was coming because Peacemaker, the first season, did so well, and it was super fun, and can't wait for more Peacemaker in our lives. Gunn mentioned that they're really trying to connect the characters amongst all the different TV shows and movie projects. Sounds very familiar which is a smart move on their point. Here's Gunn in his announcement talking about what happens with those other projects that don't quite connect. The characters are consistent, played by the same actors, and it works within one story. And if something is outside of that, like Matt Reeves' Batman or Todd Phillips' Joker or Teen Titans Go, that it is clearly labeled as DC Elseworlds, outside of the mainstream DCU continuity. So this is a really smart move on James Gunn and Peter Safran's part. They're going to label everything that has nothing to do with the main DCU's continuity with the Elseworlds moniker. This allows directors and writers that want to tell new stories that have nothing to do with the DCU can still do that, but the DCU will be a connected thing outside of that Elseworlds title. So that's very exciting. Let's learn about what some of those Elseworlds things are. Um, of course, we have The Batman 2, which is a sequel to the Robert Pattinson Batman, The Batman movie. Um, we also have Joker Fali Adu, which is a sequel to the Joaquin Phoenix. And apparently Lady Gaga is going to be Harleen Quinzel, a.k.a. Harley Quinn. And it's going to be a musical, question mark. So, you know, the, the first movie was gut-wrenching and very powerful and it was sometimes hard to watch but it was really really something and Joaquin Phoenix earned an Oscar for his performance as the Joker so I'm really looking forward to seeing more of it even if it's going to be kind of hard to watch. TV projects that are going to keep going we have Gotham Knights on the CW, Superman and Lois on the CW, and Pennyworth which just got cancelled but it's going to finish its current season on HBO Max. Then Gunn announced the new projects and the new phase that's coming out for the DCU. So here's Gunn on how that came about. 
Peter and I, along with a group of very talented writers, have started to map out an eight to 10 year plan of what DC Studios will be in film, television, and gaming. This first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. Now this, what I'm about to tell you, is a part of the first chapter. It's not the entire first chapter. So I'm gonna announce these in a different order that James Gunn did, because we're gonna break up the movies and the TV projects. Next up is the big one, the true beginning of the DCU. This is called Superman Legacy. This is being written by me. I'm in the middle of it. I'm having a great time doing it. And Superman will be released into theaters July 11th, 2025. In movies, we have Superman Legacy. This is kind of the big tentpole, uh, arguably the thing that's going to start the whole DCU phase. And um, this is going to be inspired by All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison, Frank Quietly, and Jamie Grant. This is an amazing comic run. It's kind of a new take on the Superman legacy. It, it sort of sets up some things for Superman's story going forward. It's a really fun storyline. The art is really interesting. Frank Quietly, if you are familiar from Marvel with the uh, Grant Morrison run that, that he did on X-Men, um, it, it's, it's kind of similar to that, um, in the sense of like kind of style. Uh, but, uh, it's a really, really interesting storyline. And even if they just take elements of that, uh, it's going to be really interesting to see what they do with the Superman. And I like the idea of a Superman that's a little bit more lighter in tone than the sort of darker broody Superman that they kind of showed before. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be interesting. The introduction of the DCU's Batman is the brave and the bold. The brave and the bold is the story of Batman and his actual son, Damian Wayne. This is based on Grant Morrison's great comic book run. Damian Wayne is my favorite Robin. He's a little assassin who Batman tries to get in line. And so this is the story of the two of them and the beginning of sort of the Bat family in the DCU. Brave and the bold, great title. Uh, it's inspired by the Batman run, again, by Morrison. Big Grant Morrison fans, I guess, James Gunn. Uh, Andy Kubert and Jesse Delperdang. And if, excuse me if I'm saying these names wrong. Um, this is going to really focus on Batman and his son, Damian Wayne. Uh, and we're also going to be seeing a little bit more of the Bat family concept. So it's it's awesome because we just had a episode where it's like, hey, we want here are some characters that we want to see in live action. And I mentioned Damian Wayne. Lance is really looking forward to seeing maybe a movie version of the the Red Hood. So Lance said uh, and again, he can't be on the episode, but he wanted to say I'm most excited about Brave and the Bold film with Damian as Robin because that most likely means that every other member of the Bat family will already be established, which means I might finally get to see a good live action version of the Red Hood, end quote. So, yes, hopefully we will see a live action version of the Red Hood on the screen um, and seeing a live action version of Damian Wayne and how he uh, interacts with the Batman uh, is going to be fantastic it's just, he's such a he's such a kind of a jerk kid and and maybe that means we'll see another version of talia maybe we'll we'll see raz al ghul so it's going to be really cool to see that i'm i can't wait to see that version it's been a while since we've seen a batman and robin live action interpretation the comics are amazing so i'm really looking forward to the brave and the bold 
Next is a big movie called The Authority. The Authority is a passion project of mine. It's based on the marvelous Wildstorm characters. We are now bringing into the DCU and will interact with all of our primary DCU characters. The Authority are a group of superheroes who think the world is broken and they want to fix it by any means necessary. I think it's a very different look at superheroes. The Authority. Now, I don't think anybody saw this coming. This is a Wildstorm series and obviously a passion project from Gunn. This is inspired by The Authority by Warren Ellis, Mark Miller, Tom Payar, Brian Hitch, Dustin Nguyen, and Frank Quietly. This is a different look at superheroes willing to fix the world at any cost, kind of like the boys, you know, it's like superheroes that have a lot of power and they're not afraid to use it. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they integrate this into very well-known DC characters. People know Superman. They know Batman. They probably know Swamp Thing. They they know Supergirl. Uh, nobody really knows the authority outside of comics readers. Um, and it's going to be interesting to see how this is marketed. And, and it, I'm curious if it's going to be like a higher rating, like a, like a PG-13 or R rating. But there's some really cool characters in the authority, and it's going to be really fun to see them in the DCU as well as how they interact with other well-established DCU characters. The next movie is Swamp Thing, which is inspired by Absolute Swamp Thing by Alan Moore, Stephen R. Bissett, John Totalben, Rick Veach, Sean McManus, and Dan Day. A lot of creators. Now, we've had a movie version of Swamp Thing actually before. Um, and we've actually had some TV shows of Swamp Thing, but they didn't last that long. This is another take on Swamp Thing. Obviously, James Gunn wants to kind of bring in a different kind of character. This is going to be a horror movie, which is sounds awesome. Uh, there should be more horror uh, comics inspired and horror sells. So this is going to be, I think, an easy sell. A lot of people will want to see this if it's marketed well and cast well. It should be really, really cool. And if you've seen some stuff that they've done with Swamp Thing and some of the like Justice League Dark and even even Harley Quinn <laughs> with Swamp Thing coming in and doing like going into the green and, and kind of tapping into some nature based stuff. There's some really cool things they can do with Swamp Thing, even from a from a horror standpoint. So I am very much looking forward to this. The last movie project that was announced by Gunn was Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. This is an adaptation of Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow by Tom King, Bilquis Evely, and Matthias Lopez. I'm hoping I'm saying these names right, and I apologize if they are mispronounced. But uh, this is really cool. This is the only project that he said was kind of an adaptation as opposed to being inspired by. And it's kind of taking this, this kind of a darker tone version of Kara, she was on a version of Krypton, a portion of Krypton as the rest of the planet exploded. And she's kind of watching all of these things, you know, uh, be destroyed around her. Whereas Clark Kal-El went to Earth and uh, was raised at a young age where Kara had a kind of a different upbringing. So this is going to be a really alternate take, I think, that not as many people are familiar with. But it's awesome that they're going to have Supergirl in this first chapter of the DCU. Next up, let's talk about TV projects. The first thing that he announced was Creature Commandos, which is going to be written by Gunn. This is going to be an animated show 
featuring characters that will move in and out of animation played by the same actors. Gunn's own brother, Sean, will reprise his role as Weasel from the Suicide Squad in the show. So get ready for that weird, uncomfortable bug-eyed stare from Weasel. Creature Commandos is a really out there property. And obviously this is one of those that they kind of dipped deep into the well for, um, which is James Gunn's bread and butter. He likes to take these offbeat characters and make them, you know, loved. So this will be interesting. It's it's going to be interesting also that it's a animated show and we will see some of these characters move into live action in some way. So get ready for that. The next project is going to be Waller. This is following Amanda Waller, played by the amazing Viola Davis. She has been in Peacemaker. We've seen her in previous, even Snyderverse projects. So obviously they realize they have something special with Viola Davis. And how can you recast Amanda Waller? Uh, The series is created by Crystal Henry, who did the Watchmen TV series, and Jeremy Carver, who created Doom Patrol for HBO Max. This will take place in the time between Peacemaker seasons one and two, and probably feature some of the Peacemaker cast as well. I feel like Amanda Waller is a good vehicle to jump into alternate universe versions, like different Earths, uh, where you might even have, you know, evil versions of Superman and Batman. This is going to be really interesting to follow what they do with this show, because there's not really a direct adaptation of anything. They're kind of using this to maybe introduce new characters to thread the needle between different plot lines. So Waller is going to be a really interesting show, kind of a sleeper hit, if you will. The next show is going to be much bigger profile, which is lanterns. This is a story of a couple of Green Lanterns, John Stewart and Hal Jordan, and we have a few other lanterns peppered in there, but this is really a terrestrial-based TV show, which is almost like True Detective with a couple of Green Lanterns who are space cops watching over precinct Earth. In it, they discover a terrifying mystery that ties into our larger story of the DCU. Now, in the promo art for the show, Hal is being shown with a green glow with the traditional Green Lantern logo, and John is actually in a yellow light, uh, which is kind of interesting. And also the promo art for Hell, he's kind of rocking a beard, which looks suspiciously like Chris Evans' Captain America from Infinity War. Is that like a dream casting? Like they want Chris Evans to come over and star as Hal Jordan? I'm into it. Uh, Gunn said it was his version... Uh, The DCU's version of True Detective with a terrestrial-based mystery, which will lead into bigger things. True Detective is an HBO show that's very, very dark. This is a dark police procedural kind of mystery show. And if it's super dark like that, you know, that's great. It's not, (laughs) that's that's way different in tone than than Green Lantern uh, is. But, you know, I mean, it's okay for them to mix around different styles and to try different things so but if that's if it's going to get that dark i'd be really surprised i'd be down for like something a little bit kind of buddy cop but not not like a comedy but you know just has like some dark mystery tones but then it's also going to be kind of funny to see the two of them together so we'll see hopefully it's going to be a nice mix between the two the next tv show that was announced was booster gold and i'm so excited about this i can't be more excited to see 
such a fun, silly character. I like the comedy stuff, so I'm hoping this is going to be just a straight comedy. This is a character from the future. He uses future technology to make himself a superhero in modern time. And it's a story of imposter syndrome in a superhero series. So I'm hoping they really lean into the comedy here because there's a lot of really heavy stuff. Uh, in, in some of these stories and, and dark characters and things like that. So Booster Gold should be a funny project, and hopefully they cast somebody that can really uh, lean into that. We're doing a television series called Paradise Lost. Paradise Lost is a story of Paradise Island, usually known as Themyscira, which is the birthplace of Wonder Woman. It's almost like Game of Thrones with Westeros, but with all of the inhabitants of Paradise Island. The last TV project is Paradise Lost. This is a Themyscira, Island of the Amazons, Game of Thrones meets Wonder Woman kind of story. This takes place, what they said, canonically before the Wonder Woman movies. And I'm thinking probably like centuries, if not, you know, millennia before any of that. The Amazons have been around for a while. So we're probably going to see a lot of drama and intrigue and politics similar to a Game of Thrones kind of story. They're using a lot of HBO touchstones like Game of Game of Thrones and True Detective. So, you know, they, they want to keep their HBO investors happy. I get that. Uh, but this this should be really interesting. It's going to be a mostly female-led cast. Um, I'm wondering if we might even see some Atlanteans show up and kind of see those early relationships and, and, and or rivalries um, between Atlantis and... Uh, Themyscira. So this should be really cool. We're also going to probably hear a lot about the gods of the DC universe because this first chapter is called Gods and Monsters. So wherever this is introduced, uh, we're going to see a lot of the mythos between, you know, gods and gods fighting and they're creating stuff. And, and, but we also have God characters in, in forms like Superman. I mean, like he has been called a, a God and uh, by some people. So so it's going to be really cool to see how they integrate all of this together. And James Gunn even mentioned this is not even all of chapter one. This is going to be sort of the first part of chapter one, which they're going to have more projects leading to something. You know, maybe it's going to be a big, big, bad threat that they're fighting a la Marvel, or maybe it's something different and they're just going to focus on storyline. So those are the projects that were announced by James Gunn. Uh, what do you think? Let us know. Let us know on our Twitter and Instagram at CBKCast. Um, I'm sure when we cover more characters and more series in the future, we will definitely focus on some of these characters like Supergirl, like The Authority, like Booster Gold, Swamp Thing. I can't wait to get into more of these characters. And this will give me a chance to really dive into some more DC projects. What do you think we should read? Who should we focus on first? Let us know. So it's time to close the book on the DCU chapter one announcement. So until next time, this is Chris reminding you to keep your friends close, but your comic books closer.